0: What's going on, y'all? This is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal. Another quarantine edition
1: episode. Episode we don't know. <laughs> but uh, guys, welcome back. Uh, thank you for bearing with us. I know what I can't remember what, we quite a maybe what
0: two, three weeks ago. I think? About two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. So uh, we're
0: about two weeks ago. Yeah. So
1: we're trying to uh, uh keep back and have a a steady schedule for recording and getting. it. Some cool things out to you guys, so uh, thank you for bearing with us as
0: usual, man. And today is a special episode because uh, today we got me and my homie here at the same place at the same time. We're in person. We're not doing any more of
1: the Zoom calls, so we're right next to each other as we speak. How was your weekend? It was good. It was chill. Um, Went to the cookout you guys had, which was pretty chill. Uh, What I I don't even remember what I did. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't really do anything Saturday or... Sunday. Well, I mean no Sunday was obviously Father's Day, so we cooked him up for my dad, which was pretty cool. We all just hung out together. Damn, he's just so, your dad? Yeah, my dad. It's
0: your my, father. It's my dad too. No um definitely Friday was definitely a dope day. So for those of you guys that are listening, this past Friday was Juneteenth, which was the independence or well this when Lincoln signed Ooh, Lord, I'm all jacked up. Lincoln had made it, uh, made it possible for slaves to be free, even though it took a little while for the slaves to be free. It was on that day where uh, slaves were supposedly set free. So we celebrate June 19th, and we call it Juneteenth. So um, some friends that me and Khalid had came up with, um, we decided to do a barbecue And not just any kind of barbecue, but, uh, you know, we called it our Independence Day barbecue. And we made sure that, you know, social distancing and just staying together. So it was a good time. Everybody came out. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I know I probably jacked up, like, the whole explanation of Juneteenth. So I definitely owe you guys one in a second. Yeah, Um,
1: definitely look it up. Uh, We'll get back to that. Uh, But, yeah, um, let's just jump right into it. So um, we have some news to start off with, kind of on a somber note. Uh, filmmaker Joe Schumacher has passed away. So if that news sounds familiar to you guys, Joe Schumacher directed Batman Forever, and he gave us the infamous Batman and Robin. So, uh, yeah, he passed, apparently he passed away today. Uh, he was aged 80, and uh, he passed from cancer. I guess he had a year-long battle with cancer. But uh, besides being involved with the Batman films... Joe Schumacher has also um, uh, been a part of many other films that you've probably seen. Uh, He directed um, St. Elmo's Fire. He did The Lost Boys, which is kind of like a teenage vampire movie before all that Twilight shit. And um, I believe he wrote The Wiz, and he's done a number of other movies. So, uh, it's, uh, Joe Schumacher's kind of a piece of history that... We just lost today, especially kind of a childhood history, you know, bringing us those Batman films, man. How do you feel about that, too, son?
0: So, <clears throat> as a Batman fan, I'm sad for his passing. You know, he catches a lot of crap for Batman Forever and Batman Robin. Yeah. And looking back, Batman Forever is <laughs> it isn't a bad movie. It's actually pretty decent. You know, if you had to, you know, it's a pretty good follow up. I'm not going to say it's a great follow up, but it's a pretty good follow up to what Keaton did. <clears throat> and you know we don't just we don't talk about Batman and Robin but even though you know you could kind of see what they were trying to do and see the Adam West kind of camp that they were trying to put in for what was considered the present at that time well the past for us now but, um. Yeah. but yeah
1: um yeah and it was kind of interesting to go back and revisit his films like I watched Batman Forever pretty recently and I, I mean I enjoyed it I never hated the movie Batman and Robin it's a little Absolutely. rough, but it's also it's also just a funny movie. And I remember watching this uh, documentary for Batman and Robin. He was just talking about all the things the studio wanted. He was just saying, "Well, they pretty much just turned Batman and Robin into a damn toy commercial, you know." So, and it was was one large toy commercial. Yeah, he he gets a lot of hate for his uh, for those for Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. But you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, and with, without. Batman and Robin, we really wouldn't have had Batman Begins,
0: Dark Knight, and yeah. the Dark Knight Rises. So exactly, definitely. Thank you for messing up the Batman franchise. Yeah, and um, definitely rest in peace. You know, you put out other great things outside of you know Batman and Batman and Robin. So yeah. we definitely salute you and our condolences to your family.
1: Yeah, but the, uh, definitely check out uh, some of Joel Schumacher's other work besides the Batman films. He's made some pretty good movies in his career. But uh, we're going to switch gears and um, jump to some other things. So, as you guys could probably assume, there's going to be no San Diego Comic-Con this year. San Diego Comic-Con usually takes place in the end of July. Is it? Yeah. All the nerds descend on San Diego uh, Convention Center for about, what, three or four days. And three days. Go to panels, uh, the shopping, and, you know, it's it's, it's a Comic-Con. It's and there's parties,
0: too. It's, I heard yeah, the
1: parties are pretty good. Yeah, and it's pretty much just the mecca. Of a uh, Comic-Con Nerddom. fandom, yeah. And obviously, as you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, so of course that's been canceled. But they recently announced that they're going to do a virtual Comic-Con with virtual panels and stuff like that, which they haven't announced who's going to be on these panels, but uh they said it's absolutely going to be free and something you could watch for free at your home.
0: Announcements um, should be coming out pretty soon,
1: though. I'm pretty sure they did announce it. Uh, it's uh, I'm not sure how long ago, but I, I think... I don't know if they're going to do a big announcement, but I, at least I think it was announced. I'm not too sure, but, yeah, it'll be a free event. Just kick back, relax, and watch it, and there'll be virtual panel, so we'll see how that goes. And uh,
0: How would that go? You know, like, are you going to do, like, a Zoom call? You know what I mean? I guess
1: so, because, I mean, I've seen a bunch of interviews now where, where it's it's pretty much on Zoom calls.
0: Yeah, like, I know Grant Gustin did it. Um yeah, I mean, plenty, you know, plenty of other people. That,
1: we've done it. Um, you did it with uh, Bobby from GMP, so that's probably what the, the panels will be. It'll just be people talking. Like, uh, oh, also, big
0: shout out to Bobby and the GMP GMP Network. My bad.
1: Yeah, so you have uh, comic book creators and artists, and uh, filmmakers or whatever. And I'm sure it'll be a day by day, a day by day thing. And I'm sure they'll they'll probably have the same exclusives or whatever. I'm sure they have a part where you could buy. Shit like that. There's not much information that's being about, but just that it's going to be virtual.
0: And then also DC is doing the same thing. Also,
1: yeah. Uh, so there's a little more information with DC's thing, but DC's doing Fandom, which is going to be and uh, at the end of August. So that's a full month after uh, saving your chips comic and your account. pennies, guys. Yeah. And that's that's going to be free as well, from what I'm hearing. And there's going to be different sections of it, so you'll have different fandom parts of DC, so you'll have uh, kind of like a, a merchandising area where you can go and buy, you know, exclusive merchandise to the event. You'll have an area where you can talk to other fans and check out cosplays, and there's supposed to be a cosplay, a virtual cosplay competition. Oh, where that's you could going win, to be cool. Uh, cash prizes. And uh, and there's going to be a sp- another kind of virtual page where you could watch different panels from, I guess, different writers of DC, and then there would be another one where you could... Have people talk about uh, all the DC video games, movies, and TV shows to come? And apparently, i um, a long list of, of upcoming DC movies are going to have a presence there. They're talking about uh, uh, the Batman's going to be there, the Suicide Squad, uh, Black Adam, Shazam Two, Aquaman. Uh, who else? What are the DC Shit, almost everybody. Out? Yeah, pretty much any DC movie that's pretty much been officially announced. I guess is going to have a presence there. And I'm, I'm guessing we'll hear. More about the Flash movie uh, before we jump into our next thing. We'll talk more about that, but uh, yeah, this is I think it's I think it's really a dope idea, to be honest. Um, I remember Marvel did this back years ago, but they did this at a theater. Obviously, with Kevin Feige announced all the phases and had um, uh, t- fucking Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans come out. And that's where they pretty much... I think
0: that's where they announced
1: Civil War. The Avengers, War. Yeah. Isn't it? No, that's where they announced Civil War. This was after the Avengers. Oh, because the Avengers then, they did
0: it at Comic-Con, that's right.
1: Yeah, and um, that's when they also brought out Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. This was at a theater, and they invited press and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure DC would have done that, obviously, if we weren't in a pandemic, but this is definitely the next best thing. And the fact that it's free, and it seems like... I mean, just based off the information they've given, it really feels like it's going to be more information inter interactive and more fan-based and more just just more to do because we i don't even have much information on this
0: virtual comic-con or
1: what's going on with that but they're with, probably with still this,
0: just figuring out the, the kinks yeah, and stuff But like with that. this
1: yeah but with this dc thing they had like this whole page where there's almost like different they compared it to fortnite where it's like different islands you could jump to for very specific things like i said it's like merchandise Cosplay. You can watch virtual panels. It sounds like we're gonna Nike. have to
0: make the command center in this mug, yo. Yeah. Everybody get the computers up. <laughs> yeah. For TV for real. up. <laughs> so hopefully that should be fun. But I'm just hoping, like,
1: with all this, that's probably bringing like a, he- a shit ton of site traffic. Mm-hmm. You know. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it doesn't crash. I wonder if New York Comic Con is gonna do something
0: like that. Probably. But I don't even know if I do it. Mm, given am like, you by that time you'd be all conned out. With San Diego and, and fandom. Not even
1: that. I feel like New York Comic Con, sometimes they don't really have panels that excite me. Like, I really just go there to check out the sites. Like, I really just like being there in person and seeing people's costumes and seeing what I could buy or the things I can get for free. Yeah. So if you kind of take that away. Because the panels, like I said, the panels never excited me. Like, I remember one year it was like Westworld and then it was like, well, it's always like a Walking Dead or some shit like that. That's always like their big Hallmark panel. But I mean, since that's pretty much gonna be taken away, or who? Well, no, I think I'm cared about. That's not gonna happen this year. But um, like I
0: said, who knows, man? But I wouldn't attend a virtual New York Comic Con. Not gonna lie, with all this stuff going on with the pandemic, I really thought in my head this was gonna be my summer to go to a Star Trek convention, bro. Yeah. This was going I, don't to. Don't they be usually have them summer. in Vegas?
1: I heard they have like.
0: Yeah, they have one in Vegas. They have one in London that and then they have a cruise bro they have a star trek cruise really yes bro but the only problem is i don't know if i can handle the cruise like i could do the con why do you but get the cruise or it's not even it about seeing it i would need so. a break for at least at least like out an 8 hour break you know like just to take a nap not just this. i don't want to wake up and see cloplop on the fucking ceiling and shit like that Oh, it's funny to hear you say that. I Bro, I had to really think about that one day. Like, could I do the cruise? I don't know. As much as it'd be cool, but what if, like, Jonathan Franks is a dickhead to me (laughs) during, like, the first day, and I got to spend the rest of the damn trip? Like, this motherfucker don't even like me, man. You know what I mean? It'd be awkward at breakfast. Word! And then I just know my luck. If there's, like, a contest, I would win and be like, yeah, you Wait, get to have. We're way off topic, Oh, yeah, bro. super. My bad. Yeah. Um, I was all excited. I was yeah. all conned in. Yeah.
1: Um, like I said, uh, it seems like Comic Cons are going virtual. And it seems like that's going to be the look for the, I mean, for the remainder of this year till shit gets under control. But, um, yeah, I mean, th- these will definitely be interesting. I'm definitely more excited for DC fandom. Just because I know what's already coming there. So, I already know DC's not going to bring any of their shit to San Diego. So, you already take that away. I, I don't know if Marvel's going to have a presence at that's this,
0: gonna, that's at this gonna San ask. Diego
1: Comic-Con. So, we'll see. Because I feel like yeah.
0: Marvel hasn't really been coming out, or hasn't really been saying much. They've been kind of quiet. Yeah. I mean, though I, I could see them being
1: there. They'll probably do something. Because Marvel's generally always at San Diego. They usually always do the
0: thing. They're gonna watch. They gotta blow freaking everybody's lids off or something like here. Look at this. Probably, probably like a Black <laughs> Endgame director's edition.
1: <laughs> probably like a uh, Black Widow trailer and Eternals trailer because those are like their two upcoming movies. I didn't know they finished filming the Eternals. Yeah, they're they're done. I mean, they had to they have to do some reshoots, but But um, Eternals was supposed to come out in November, but they switched it with Black Panther. I mean. Black, Black Widow. Widow. So, Black Widow's in November. And Eternal's supposed to be February
0: now. Mm-hmm. Gives them some time to get some stuff done.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, switching gears, trying to stay in the DC lane, um, we have a Flash movie coming. And it seems like it's it's going to happen. Because I know they've been trying to do this Flash movie for years now. But just hearing the news and shit sounds like it's going to happen. So, about a week ago, I heard about something about... About a week about... ago ray fisher coming back as cyborg how do you and feel about that i'm cool with it
0: okay.
1: make it like a buddy thing I, th- I think ray fisher deserves a chance to come back cyborg and it makes sense they're two they're two of the youngest members of the justice league um and it just makes sense they're like kind of like i kind of see them as like the fucking science bros or something like that <laughs> and then i read a couple days ago that jeffrey d morgan was in negotiations is uh to come back as tommy wayne
0: Wayne, baby
1: the thomas wayne batman so that
0: would be fine that's been a fan cast for years bro
1: yeah i mean he he is thomas wayne in the dceu um but what the fuck was i gonna say apparently they're adapting flashpoint but they're also taking liberties with it so it's not going to be a full adaptation of flashpoint because i mean flashpoint is basically a justice league story if you look at it and doing flashpoint if they did it verbatim they'd have to make it a fucking justice league movie so i of course wonder whether this is gun shy on doing that so <laughs> apparently it's gonna have enough money in the budget yeah so this is gonna be like a uh a light version of flashpoint they'll be taking some liberties or flashpoint elements light. yeah Ooh. elements of flashpoint but uh today it was recently announced that michael keaton the Michael Keaton is in uh, negotiations to return as Batman oh my gosh. in this Flash film. Bro. And uh, this was reported by The Rap. And from what they said about this is that um, the plot will introduce general audiences to the idea of the multiverse, one of the core concepts underpinning DC Comics. For the nan- non fanboy sent, the multiverse refers to a shifting number of alternate universes that coexist within the larger reality depicted in DC Comics originally created to explain various contradictory changes the company's characters experienced over decades. It allows several different versions of the same characters to simultaneously exist and occasionally interact. Matt Reeves' upcoming The Batman will not be affected, and Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is still viewed as the future of the franchise. Uh-huh. So it seems like they're saying, I mean, we'll be able to end, you know, kind of play playing a, a larger pool here, you know? They'll be. Um, this is going to. It seems like it's going to jump heavy into the DC multiverse. Um, so it won't be Earth Prime, or this could be like Earth 38 or something. It's possible, yeah. And because um, we already kind of got a taste of it in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Hopefully so, it'll be executed better. Yeah. But I don't think. I think maybe they could lay the seeds for a Crisis thing, but that. I don't see that happening for a while because they've definitely haven't earned a crisis thing. Cause
0: they still, Hell no. They haven't they, put them yeah, working. Yeah, they
1: still have to figure out their own movie-verse. But, um, and then, um, I'm hearing other rumors that, uh, so this whole Michael, remember I talked about Michael Keaton and, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So, apparently, um, they were in negotiations with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and then they went to Michael Keaton. So, if my, I'm hearing, I don't know if it's true, but if Michael Keaton says yes to this, then we won't get Jeffrey D. Morgan
0: as Thomas Wayne. That's what I'm hearing. Hmm. So I'm not gonna lie. As much as I would like to have Jeffrey D. Morgan, yeah, bring on the bat. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm cool with it.
1: Like, uh, who knows? Maybe it could be both. But then again, I mean, like, that'd be expensive is this a shop. Batman movie or is this a Flash movie? You know, I mean, so I it's a I,
0: Flash movie that just happens to
1: be a Batman movie. Yeah. That sounds like Batman v Superman. That's okay. Batman. I think I think they do need to be careful because we really don't know this Flash, and I think that's kind of a tricky situation with this movie. Where I, I'm excited, like it seems like they're fucking throwing a lot of stuff into this movie, but I mean, we haven't really lived with Ezra Miller's Flash. You no, know what I mean? we just got like a bits we, and pieces. Yeah, we got bits and pieces. So I mean, and I, a I terrible hope, run. I hope they really make it his. His movie, and I hope Michael Keaton could be like a side character, kind of mentor situation, because I really want to get to know Ezra Miller's Barry Allen. You know,
0: I feel. But I'm I'm really excited when I first read it. So also, can we get Grant Gustin to teach that man how to
1: run? (laughs) I can see Grant Gustin making a cameo appearance. Maybe. I don't. I don't think they'll want to touch the rest of the CW Arrowverse, but I think maybe like Grant could appear. But I don't see the one to be like. Let's show the Legends or Supergirl or the Arrow team. That they no, win. no, no, no. And they no, shouldn't no, 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 do that. No, no, no. But I, I could see them, like, Grant maybe popping in or something like that. Something kind of cool. I mean, because they've already laid the groundwork for it when Ezra appeared on The Flash, which is so cool. It's just such a great scene. Like, I don't want to watch that. I don't
0: want that have to happen. Word.
1: But, yeah, I mean, Michael Keaton, I mean, that's... I I think it's really smart because that definitely guarantees that people are going to see this fucking movie. Because you know? people shit, people take will my be money curious alone just to see what Keaton's going to bring to this role or just to see him back in this, you know, type of universe. So you already have people that are curious. You have the fans who will see it no matter what. And that's like me. I just think it's 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 very smart. And cuz Warner Brothers in DC, they have this great pool of past comic book movies and TV that they could just pull from and give you little Easter eggs and things like that. And it kind of feels like they're leaning into it more, which is honestly what I like and I think it's very smart. They should have been gone. you know, Play on people's nostalgia, play on their childhood <laughs> memories, and take their dollars. <laughs> Bro, listen,
0: you had me with Michael Keaton.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I I hope it works out. But damn, I would really love to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne. I mean, who knows? Like I said, maybe if it could we get be both. Because maybe it could be a thing where he's traveling and he meets both of them. You know what I mean? Then again, that's it. Definitely sounds like it's turning into a Batman movie, but it, it'd be cool because then, like, you could um, see what's uh, going on in the Burton verse. Like, what's what's been up to those thirty years? What's what's Michelle Pfeiffer doing? What's Selena Kyle doing? You know. Well,
0: remember it was Maybe. wiped out in Crisis.
1: Yeah, but Crisis. That's the CW. shit's not gonna touch <laughs> these. Like, I they really won't touch the. I don't know. I don't see them. One I, would hope they could do what they want. I don't see them being like, well, you know, the CW did this. Fuck the CW. I mean, this is the movie version. They, they rewrite and fucking
0: retcon re- all the time. Yeah,
1: retcon and rejigger all this stuff. So, but 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 if, but if he was erased, how is Michael Keaton going to come back then? Good point. <laughs> so <laughs> obviously, there's going to be some retconning. So I mean, maybe you you could see what's what happened to his Gotham in the 30 years and maybe and then, and then that could be interesting way to send out Ben Affleck's Batman which could be interesting maybe by the end of it there's this whole new universe where uh Ben Affleck's Batman is gone and then you have the older Batman who acts as a mentor and uh you know to the rest of the league members and maybe could set up a Batman Beyond or see look at you you're could setting bring up a whole Batman, Batman movie in
0: a Flash movie
1: yeah, yeah. which because I because I also read that uh it could be for more than just one movie for Michael Keaton. So
0: you bring the original OG Bat. I mean, after now that yeah. Adam West is gone, because I'm
1: sure they won't have him do heavy lifting. Like he won't have to train. He'll be more of like the mentor. I'm sure he'll like kick ass every now and again, but he doesn't.
0: You I know, need my son back in the Batsuit suit just one time. Maybe
1: I, I think he'll do it just one time, maybe a couple times, but
0: give yeah, me one time it's, in the it's bat suit.
1: Really exciting news. And again, this Flash movie is going to be directed by a uh, on. Andre Muschietti, Any Muschietti, Andre Muschieri. Uh He directed It Chapter 1, It Chapter 2. So he's a horror movie director, which I kind of like because this kind of continues Warner Brothers' streak of just hiring horror movie directors to direct their comic book films. So like gives they, it a little edge. Yeah, they brought in James Wan. He did Aquaman. They did um, David F. Sandberg, who did Shazam. These guys all direct uh, full-fledged horror movies, so they know genre. And just bringing Angie Muschietti is just a, uh, you know, it's just continuing the streak. So I'm pretty hyped about this. And the Flash is uh, supposedly, supposedly supposed to start filming at the start of 2021. So hopefully they keep to this and uh, see some badass set picks. But yeah, it's a very exciting time, and I'm sure we'll hear more about it in the days and weeks to come, especially leading up to a uh, DC fandom for sure. So uh, tucson you told me you were. Revisiting some shows?
0: Yeah. Speaking of Les Flash, mm-hmm. I started watching season one of The Flash uh, okay. last week. And I'm oh, sorry, guys. I'm little... <sighs> After this episode, I'm going to bed, but um, just watching the story and watching how things unfold from season one all the way up until I'm going to try to see if I can banish the show all the way and get up to this current season. And just see like the the rise and falls of certain things. Mm -hmm. So right now, I'm just making it to episode ten, which is where the first flash comes. And just looking at that, and looking at how the writing was done, and how um, everybody there is a good actor, you know. Mm. But that first season, there was a lot of tear jerking scenes where you just be sitting there like. I think you've
1: watched the first season a lot. I have. Because this definitely isn't the first time we spoke about... Uh, the first season. I just yeah. love... like
0: no, it's, I it's great. really the love season the first season. Is, the first season is really good. It actually is really good. And then as it started to go along, it just got darker along the way. And it was just like, fuck. I mean, The Flash isn't really that big of, uh, like a darker hero. He doesn't need to be brooding. But I dig it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of
1: interesting... To watch these shows, especially in my opinion, the CW shows, you watch them. And then, like, after a while, they start exposing themselves to everybody. And then, like, it's kind of like, fuck a secret identity.
0: Word. (laughs) Bro, I was like, yo, by this time, everybody must have a pass to Star Labs. For for real. I'm like, what? Just anyone could just stroll into Star Labs. Can I be Team Flash member? It's all good, man. It's all good. I'm still pissed, though. Every time I watch, I was watching um this past season with Kid Flash with Wally. Okay. Bro, that episode was so great. They needed him to come back at least two more episodes, bro. Two more episodes? Two more show. episodes. Because watching them together and, and watching the chemistry that, that they had the second season, you didn't see too much in the third season because Savitar was all bitch-made oh, Iris, oh, motherfucker, teach this boy how to run. Teach him how to do this shit. And then you just, you have him, I just know, man. I I really think they did Wally a disservice. And for him to come back and doing what he did and being essentially stronger into the speed force than Barry is, is... I'm happy about that. Now nah, yeah. just let's see what else he can do. And I'm sure if you guys have been listening this is
1: something we talk about all the fucking time. I get like really we, fucking mad. We always have mad. About the Flash and how they've treated certain characters. Like we still love the show. You guys would think we hate the show but we actually really like it. <laughs> and tune in every Tuesday. But of course you know like everyone else <laughs> we have we have opinions <laughs> like everyone else. But yeah. Um, okay. Alright. Well, I, I don't even know if I've revisited anything but um I
0: wanna do Arrow.
1: Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Wow. I don't know. I mean I, I would rewatch early Arrow because I love I do love the seasons with Deathstroke. Mm. And I did kinda like some of the stuff where they got into uh the whole League of League of Shadows and Ray Shao kinda lore. Yeah, that
0: season three parts of it was really good. Yeah. And then once you get to season four with the new suit, and then that's when you know or kind of
1: dropped tone. off where? when
0: Damian Dark came.
1: That's I season think, 4. I think that was the season where I said I just I I couldn't and it just felt cuz it started dealing with like magic and like he Damian Dark had these kind of powers and I was like
0: oh, the
1: talisman powers. I was like "Nah, this is an arrow <laughs> like and that just fell off. I was like I don't care.
0: Click
1: street-level shit, you know, Yeah, I kind of like it on the street level. I and mean, I think when you make it too big and too, like...
0: Because it has to keep up with, like, the, the likes of The Flash. And but it doesn't, like... That's, that's
1: what's cool, though, because The Flash is The Flash. Or you, you know what you expect from Flash. It's like it's like Back to the Future. It's sci-fi and all this stuff. Arrow is kind of like, you know, crime and that talks about politics. Shit. Yeah, it's, you know what I mean? They all have different feels, and they should stick to that. So when Damien Dark came, I was like, i uh, uh no I don't like this at all
0: and you know what's crazy is that he became such a great character in legend season no two. he did he was he was good oh, in legends he's one of my favorites he's, he was definitely good like is, can't do no wrong his his swag for have Damian you dark have
1: you watched any of legend season this yeah no i haven't
0: either i i've i've really fell off Legends. Like um, it got too stupid. I think for literally that.
1: the only CW shows I, I or show I watch now is Flash.
0: For me it's And true. then
1: I'll watch the team up for the special episodes they have.
0: For me I watch Flash, I watch Black Lightning. Like most of the times I'll let
1: I thought you fell off of Black
0: Lightning. I fell off, but what'll happen is I'll binge it when mm. it comes to um either when it's on the CW network on the app Okay. Or I'll binge it when it comes to Netflix. Like I I'm up to date.
1: Okay. I need to uh I'll I want I kinda wanna get into Batgirl. I'll get back into Batgirl. Batwoman. Man. I keep doing that. If you I guys tried. literally That's like a show
0: that I fell off. That is a show that I because I really felt. love the Batman
1: lore and I like I mean, especially what I read about how they ended the season. I'm just kinda curious if they're gonna keep up that storyline, especially with Ruby Rose leaving. Because apparently, I'm I'm hearing that they're gonna kill off her character.
0: Yeah. Instead of Kate too.
1: Kane just leaving, she just dies. So I'm like, does that close closing the door on the Bruce Wayne stuff? And like casket for real. <laughs> and apparently, I'm hearing that Scarecrow might be a villain for yeah. the next season.
0: That's not bad. You know he, what mean? he was, you know, the gas was mentioned in Elseworlds.
1: Yeah. And what about her sister? Do you keep that storyline too?
0: Oh, Lucy, not nah, Lucy. What was her name?
1: Because there was a whole kind of... uh...
0: They were starting to develop a whole relationship. Yeah, so, I I mean, are more actors going to lose
1: their jobs because Ruby the Rose left?
0: I hope not. That would suck. Especially the cat that plays Luke.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I think he'll stay because then he'll be like, I got a how to use this suit. And then he'll play that role again.
0: Bro, I was looking forward to him becoming Batwing, bro. I don't think they'll do Batwing. Why? What the fuck? Every other brother you got coming in that motherfucker. It took Diggle three years, four years, but we got him into a suit. It took Mr. Terrific less time. We'll
1: see. <laughs> but I, I don't think we'll see that anytime soon, especially now that they have to drastically kind of shift what they're going to do. That I mean, because then would the so hush storyline still work out? Because
0: if Kate yeah. Kane's gone,
1: how do you do the Bruce Wayne thing? Because it doesn't have that emotional impact.
0: Well, here's, here's what I'm hoping for. The guy that they got to play, quote-unquote, Tommy Elliott, Bruce Wayne, let him come in as Batman for a couple episodes, you
1: know? Yeah. Well, well, we'll see what they do. We'll, we'll see. But I do kind of want to uh, watch a couple episodes. But anyways, uh, I digress. But um, tell us. You, you were talking about uh, oh, comic book yeah. shops opening. So
0: right? um, for our fans in New York City or for our listeners in New York City, Forbidden Planet and Midtown Comic Books are open right now. They're on staggered schedules. I know for Midtown Comic Books, it's 11 to 7, so you can go into the store. They're not there doing curbside pickup also, but if you want to go into the store and look around and pick up some things, uh, make sure you're wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. If you no mask, no service, and that goes for both Midtown and for Forbidden Planet, and just for your own safety. So if you guys catch yourself going to, was it, um... Forbidden Planet. Planets on 3rd half? No. E- Jesus. It's on Union Square, but it's it's a little bit by strands. You got like smartphones. Look it up, shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and then, um, for, uh, Forbidden Planet, Midtown Comic Books has three locations, two in Tom, in the Times Square area, west side and east side, and one downtown Manhattan on Fulton Street. So definitely check it out. Go support these businesses. And also, if you have any local comic book stores that is by you and they're open, please go support them. You know, this has been a trying time for everyone. You know, not just, you know, the big guys, the big dogs, like DC, Marvel, (laughs) and all those places. But, you know, just for our people that are just holding down the fort and holding it down and making sure that we get our comic books and, so we don't have to travel long distances, you know. Yeah,
1: support your local comic book shops, guys.
0: Please and thank you.
1: And uh, we're we're going to top the news off with... Uh, some more DC news. Yeah, some more DC news. So this has been a very DC-centric <laughs> episode. but uh, So Marvel... Well, I guess we'll start off with Marvel and talk about what DC's doing. So um, I don't know if you guys have followed, but uh, Marvel has been doing these kind of podcast radio shows where they hire... Certain actors play certain characters and they'll tell like specific storylines. Sometimes it could be based off the comics or it could be uh, an original story. So Marvel did something called Wolverine. I think it was The Long Night. And it featured, it was pretty much a murder mystery. And it featured these two um, FBI agents going up to Alaska to investigate some grisly murders. And um, Logan ends up becoming one of the suspects. And it's about Logan trying to solve the crime. And trying to figure out who's causing all these grisly murders in this small Alaskan town, and usually they get actors. Um, some of them are like actually kind of famous actors or famous actors you may recognize. Um, now, one one of the actors who voiced uh, Logan was in uh, one of the Hobbit films, um, so it's kind of it's voices that you recognize. But then uh, Marvel also does a thing called um, Marvels, yeah, which is which based is, off of the yeah. work
0: by Alex Ross, and I want to say. Oh, man.
1: Well, anyway, Alex Ross. And uh, it, it kind of deals with many different superheroes from the Fantastic Four to Spider-Man to some X-Men stuff. And, um, yeah, so uh, it's it's literally kind of reminded me of old kind of radio serials that uh, me and my brother listened to when we were kids. And uh, we just got word that DC is going to start, the same yeah, gonna start doing their own. And you said it's going to be on Spotify?
0: It's supposed to be Spotify, uh, Apple, anywhere where pretty much Marvel is doing the same thing. Okay. And anywhere you can catch us. <laughs>
1: yeah, so it'll just be basic radio shows with obviously just voices playing like Batman or Superman and them talking and, you know, it's, um, it's so, I'm it's fucking. It's good
0: stuff. Yeah. It is good stuff.
1: Do you know uh, when it's going to come out?
0: Nah, hopefully within the next year, year and a half, so okay. we have something Ho- Hopefully soon, because shit like that. That'd be dope for a time it, right now. It shouldn't, yeah. It shouldn't take long. And
1: I don't know what more you need than the actors and a studio to record it in. And like I've been in like we've been in studios where like voice rooms and stuff like that. Like I've been in ones where like actors have had to record lines, and it's usually just the actor and the person who does the recording. So I mean, in my opinion, they should have this it out be done. before the end of the year. That would be. Not giving them a deadline, but it'd be nice. (laughs) But uh yeah. Uh but these are actually things you guys should check out, you know, just for your quarantine listening or just stuff you listen to to go to sleep. Check out uh Wolverine and the Long at night. They've had two seasons. Like I said, the first season is a murder mystery in Alaska, and the second season is Wolverine going to New Orleans to look for this missing girl and he ends up running into Gambit. So
0: Oh, that sounds like two seasons, yeah.
1: And then they had um uh, Marvels. The Marvels. The Marvels Yeah. I've listened to some the Marvels, but I haven't finished. Method but. Man is in that. Yeah, he and is. And
0: Ethan Peck. He's playing Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, uh... pretty good. Yeah. So, you guys should check it out. Some really good listening. And, uh, thank you for joining us today.
0: Yeah, guys. With that being said, this is Two. This is Cal. Word to the Blurred, baby.
1: Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal. <laughs>